As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Wendy. And I'm Jess, and you're listening to the Food Heaven Podcast. Your online resource for inclusive and accessible wellness. Welcome back to another episode of the Food Heaven Podcast. We have one of our most well-known guests of all time on the podcast today, and it is the one and only Tabitha Brown, also known as Tab. For those of you who've been living under a rock, Tabitha Brown blew up during the pandemic on Instagram and all the things because she has a great personality and she makes delicious vegan recipes. So Tabitha has provided millions with food for the body and soul with her everyday wisdom rooted in love, kindness, and compassion. She's also the author of Cooking from the Spirit and Feeding the Soul. In addition to all of those things, she even has a YouTube channel for kids, which we're going to talk about today, plus a line of different products and spices. Yeah, and we are going to cover so much in this episode. We're starting off by talking about how it feels to have so many people know you and how to create boundaries so that you're taking care of yourself and you're also doing the things that you want to do. We're going to talk about Tabitha's relationship to cooking and food growing up. Surprise, surprise. She did not grow up in the kitchen. Also, some of her favorite meals to make when she doesn't have a lot of time, how to make vegan meals flavorful And also, we know that Tab is big on loving up on the kids. She has children of her own and also on her show. She's constantly around kids. And so just some tips to get kids more interested in eating more plant foods. Before we jump into the episode, I'm going to read a listener review. This review is from Meg Grounded Nutritionist, and they write, This podcast is heaven. As an RD, I love finding podcast gems like this where Wendy and Jess discuss how we can live nutritiously with a healthy balance. Thank you, Meg. The dietitian is always nice hearing from other dietitians on the pod. We love you for listening. And if you are a listener, please do us a huge favor and head on over to iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen and leave us some love some stars, a review if you have a minute. It really helps our podcast continue to grow. And of course, we have a giveaway like we do every week. It makes sense for us to give away three copies of Tabitha's latest book, Cooking from the Spirit. Y'all are going to love it. She has so many great recipes on there. And so all you need to do is share this podcast on IG. Just take a screenshot when you're listening, post it on your stories, post it on your feed, and then tag us so that we get it. And then we will pick three winners. We'll DM you so we can get your address and we will get them mailed out to you. All right, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to the podcast, Tab. We're so excited. 
to have you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And it's funny because for Halloween, one of our good friends, her daughter dressed up like you. (laughs) I got to pull up. I got to send you the picture because it was so cute. And I saw that like a lot of little girls have been dressing up like you. I'm like, oh, my God, it's adorable. Yes. I saw so many kids. It, It warms my heart. Like when I see them, I just I'm like, oh, my God, they're so cute. And it just makes me so happy, especially with like tap time. I know. So cute. So cute. Oh, my God. Well, today we wanted to talk to you a little bit about food and cooking. We know that you recently came out with a cookbook. So let's start off by talking about how food was like growing up. Were you always like drawn to cooking? Was your family big into being in the kitchen or was it quite the opposite? And my family was huge on being in the kitchen. I was not. Okay. (laughs) I didn't want to be in there. I didn't care about cooking. My granny was a town baker. I didn't care about baking. I didn't have time to be cooking. Girl, I was a tomboy. I was outside, you know, climbing trees and catching bugs and, you know, in the woods, like hiking and doing all kinds of crazy things, playing football with the boys. Like I had no time for that. And so I used to always tell my mama and my granny, I don't need to know how to cook, honey. When I when I grow up, I'm going to be a famous actress. And, and I didn't know I was going to become the person. <laughs> so where did the shift happen like tell us about how you eventually did get into cooking so when me and my husband moved in together you Mm -hmm. know about almost almost 25 years ago but about 24 years ago we moved in together and I was like oh lord I gotta feed this man (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to cook you know and so that's how I learned to cook over the phone I would call my mom and my granny my aunt's they would tell me certain things on the phone. And so, honey, in the beginning, I messed up a lot of meals. I was like, oh, Lord, this this ain't right, you know, but trial and error. And I got really good at it over time. So that's how it started. Nice. And I know that it kind of all blew up for you. <laughs> um, I feel like it was four years ago that you released that video about the TTLA sandwich at Whole Foods, which, by the way, like after I saw that video, I ran to get the sandwich. And I was like, oh, this is actually really good, especially with the pickles. (laughs) And then Whole Foods wanted you to be an ambassador. And I feel like the rest was just kind of history. We all can follow you and see all that online. But what did it feel like to go from an Uber driver to like almost overnight, just everybody knowing who you are? Like, does that get overwhelming when you're out? Do people always come up to you? You know, what's crazy is this month will be five years. I did that video this month, five years ago, Wow, December 30th. And, you know, it's, I mean, it's been five years of it. It happened really quick in that aspect from that video, but I've been in entertainment for over 20 years, you know, as an actress. And I was like, the thing that made me famous was eating a sandwich in my. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's always like that. Something so random. This is crazy, you know, but I've been in it to see it evolve into what it is now. But in the beginning, when it happened, I was the lady eating the sandwich. People were like, oh, you the lady that was eating the sandwich in her car, you know? And then I had some loyal fans who had been with me from the beginning of it, like me cooking in my kitchen. And they were like, oh, that's Tab. She, you know, she'd be cooking on her, you know, her Facebook. And then some people would just call me, oh, you're the vegan lady, right? And then, I mean, I would embrace it all. It just was so much fun to just see like, oh my God, these people, you know, watch me eat the sandwich or watch me cook or taste food or try food or whatever. 
And then, you know, it never gets old to me, even now. I mean, now it's completely different. Those were the good days where I could, you know, before COVID, before anything, you you know, you could see people and hug and laugh and talk and whatever. But now it gets a little crazy to, yeah. to go somewhere, to even just, you know, walk through the airport or whatever the case may be. It's, it's completely different, but I still love it. I'm still grateful. I feel like I built my brand from love. And so when people see me, it's like a love fest. It's like a family reunion. No matter who it is, they'd be like, Tab, like we know each other, you know? So it never gets old. I love it. I'm grateful for it. That's good. You're better than I would be. <laughs> I'd be like, ah, I'm more introverted though. Are you an extrovert? It seems like you're extroverted. I love people. I love Yeah. I, yeah nothing about me is in, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it gives you energy, like all the, yeah. <laughs> Y'all, I've been waiting for weeks to talk about this week's podcast partner because me and Wendy, we divide who we're going to talk about. And she has had the pleasure of talking about Newly this whole time. And I've patiently been waiting until it's my turn to tell you why I am obsessed with Newly. Everybody is talking about Newly from my girlfriends to even like work Zoom calls. I'm hearing people saying their highlight of the week is choosing their Newly outfits. It is all the rage and for good reason. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for $88 a month, I get to choose six styles to rent for whatever I have going on. So I've used Newly for going on a trip and meeting up with my girlfriends. I've used it for going on date night, going to the winery, just having cute variety when it comes to winter coats. I mean, there's so many options. Literally, it gives you access to thousands of styles, more than 300 brands. And they're all very good brands too, like Free People, Anthropology, Love Shack Fancy. And they come in a range of sizes from petite to 5X plus and also maternity. I was shocked when I saw that. It's just so perfect. Also, Newly is more sustainable than buying stuff you're only going to wear once. And I love it because I can try on new trends and find new favorite brands before I commit to buying them. It's also flexible. So there's no late fees, no damage fees. So if your dog accidentally takes off a button, no problem. And you have the option to pause or cancel at any time, which is what I need more of in my life, less commitment. So if you are like me and you want to try more style, flexibility, and sustainability in your life, you need Newly. Get $20 off your first month when you sign up with code FOODHEAVEN20. Just go to newly.com, N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code FOODHEAVEN20 at sign up to get $20 off your first month. Newly, more life in your clothes. How do you find a balance also with social media? Because you're everywhere. You've completely blown up. You're on Instagram. You're posting all the time. And I know, and now your content is, you have so much content. It's not just about food. You have, you know, your talks with your husband, Chance, which my friend sent me one of those too randomly like two months ago. And she's like, you have to watch this. It's such a good episode. And I didn't. It was really good and insightful. And then you just, I feel like there's a lot of life lessons but you're giving so much of yourself. How do you find a balance with all of it? I do it when I want to. Mm, that's good. Yeah. I don't feel pressure to post. It's kind of how I've always done it. You know, whenever I feel the need to share from my heart or when God places something inside of me, he says, you have to do this. I, I'm obedient and I do it. When I'm cooking, right? I used to cook live all the time, but now, of course, I don't have time. And so, but when I have a recipe or something I'm doing, I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me film this 
in real time while I'm cooking for myself <laughs> or for my family, right? Because that way it's natural, it's organic, and it's easy for me. It's not like, oh, I got to prepare to do this, you know? <laughs> so I do it only if it feels right. And I don't do it just because, right? I don't care about numbers. I don't, you know, I don't look at that stuff that doesn't do anything for me. And then, you know, when I want a break, I take a break, you know? So I just never allow it to consume me. Mm. You know, I'm first, right? I come first. So whatever feels well to me is what I do. If it don't feel well, then I don't do it. I love that. I feel like I need to incorporate more of that Mm -hmm. because especially like when for us, like a lot of the work that we do is in the online space. And so that pressure definitely exists. And, you know, even with the work that you're doing, I'm sure that it helps with like visibility, like for all the new things that you have going on. And so you feel this pressure where you're like, oh, my God, like I kind of have to do it. And it takes away from the joy of just hopping on organically and being like, oh, you know, I, I feel drawn to like going in there, it's like, oh, well, I kind of have to set the schedule for myself. So I really like that approach. And it's really great that you're able to do that. Yeah, we all should be in control of ourselves first, right? And being in control of ourselves allows us to be in control of what we do or what we don't do. You yeah. know, we owe that to ourselves. That's how we stay balanced. Mm-hmm. We owe it to social media. We don't owe it to the world. We only owe it to ourselves. Right. Yeah. And talking about balance, it would be so great to get some insight into like how you find balance in your personal life, like outside of, you know, like everything that you're doing and the TV show and, you know, all all of these things that you have going on. How are you taking care of yourself, connecting with your family, just doing the things that you want to do? So it's again, me first. Right. Start my day with me in my day with me. And then, of course, family is my foundation. It is everything. I do like very normal everyday stuff that everybody else do, (laughs) right? So like yesterday we were at basketball game, then we were at a flag football game, like after I left the studio, like it was like, okay, we, I love being a mom and I love being a wife, right? My husband is a basketball coach. My son is an athlete, he plays basketball and now he's playing flag football. So we do it all. Those are the things that I enjoy the most. And then coming home and put my pajamas on, child, and laying on the couch with my husband and watching, you know, a series or movies, especially during this time of year, I'm kind of starting to slow down a little bit to take a break for the holiday. Mm-hmm. But I also, as you can see, I'm in my hoodie because I just finished working out. So I start my days with workouts. And even if it has to be a later start time for me, I'm like, you know what? I still got to go in and do this for myself. Sometimes it's reading and writing, journaling, all those things are are ways I balance myself. Spending time with my dog. I don't know if you got, if y'all are animal people, but listen, animals have this purity about them. Mm -hmm. No judgment with them. They are just all love, right? And so we can learn so much from them. You know, they also forgive instantly. doesn't matter what they did. If they got in trouble, is the moment you say, okay, you come back, they they don't care. They they all for the love, right? So just learning how to be even more compassionate to me is taking care of myself. Because that way I can help take care of others that way. But all of that is it plays a role in how I love myself. 
Yeah. And napping too, right? Does your sweater say naps over, <laughs> is it naps over everything? <laughs> <laughs> Big nappers over here. Yeah. Huge nappers. I'll be up at 5 a.m., but you better believe about two o'clock, I'm going to hit me a little 30 minutes. Right. <laughs> yeah. You, I can't even function without a nap. And also the same thing with the animals. I totally agree. My dog is my best friend <laughs> and she just makes my life. So I, I get it. And it just, it makes you so much more compassionate to all things I feel in a way that you wouldn't have been before having an animal. The other thing I was curious about, you mentioned you and your husband watch your shows at night. Like what are your guys' favorite shows to watch or what series do you watch? Right now we are on the, uh, like Tulsa Kings. I don't know if that's oh, what I haven't seen that. It's so good. It's on Paramount. Okay. And it's new. So it's only on like episode four. And then uh, last night we started watching uh, Wednesdays. Oh, I started it too. Okay. So do you like it? Love it. Okay. We watched two episodes so far, but I was like, ooh, this is going to be good. So Reasonable Doubt was what I was watching. It's, it's gone off now, you know, but we binge watched it. You know, we watched it together. But if you haven't binge watched it, it's so good. Okay. <laughs> Taking notes because I always am looking. <laughs> I don't get to watch TV a lot when we do. When I do get to watch it, it's like, oh, let's watch this. Like, let's take some time and like watch this. Like we did the House of Dragons. It's, it's just certain things that Sundays are our day that we can, you know, watch TV at night. And right now, because I'm going into like kind of break phase, I got a little extra time at nighttime. So I'm like, let's watch some stuff. So yeah, it's always fun to snuggle up and watch something. So you mentioned all these different things that you do. I'm curious, do you still cook? Or is that something that now that you've made it big, do you outsource it? Girl, didn't you just see me <laughs> portobello steaks the other night? <laughs> <laughs> we do have a chef that comes in and cooks because I travel a lot. But yeah, honey, I still cook. I cook Thanksgiving. I, girl, I, I love to cook. So yeah, I absolutely still cook. I was wondering that too for holidays. So do you host the holidays oh, at yeah. your house? Okay. You don't get overwhelmed. No, I've, I've done it for years. Okay. You know, when I first moved to LA, me and my husband, we were, you know, we're young. We've been here almost, eight, we've been here 18 years. And so when we first came, we were like, in my group of friends that I met, I was the only married one. I was the only one with a child. Cause you know, we started very young. And so I was like, oh, so many of these people, like for my acting class, they were here by themselves. No family, you know, they didn't know anybody here and they're all from different places. So I started doing Sunday dinners every Sunday in our apartment. And I would just invite people from class and new people that I met that I knew didn't have family. I'm like, y'all come to my house on Sunday dinners. So I've always cooked every Sunday I would do for years. Wow. Through, and I would always host Sunday dinners. Me and my husband, we would just do that. And so now, of course, I'm so busy. I don't get to do Sunday dinners anymore. But we'll still have like a party and I'll cook. Like my husband's birthday was um, Thanksgiving weekend, too. So I hosted Thanksgiving and then that Saturday, it was his birthday. We hosted and I did like a taco bar and you, yeah, honey, I love, I love to entertain. And you know, I'm like that, that the old grandma that love to see people eat their food. Like y'all like it, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's rewarding for my heart to like feed people and not just feed them with food, but, but their soul, you know. If you are someone who has been struggling to heal your relationship with food, and I know that there's so many people who listen to this podcast 
where you are struggling. And that is a reason why you listen to the podcast. And so many of you reach out to us and say that you want to be able to improve all of these things, body image, food, even just how you're feeling on a day-to-day basis, nutrition wise, but you're not able to meet with a dietitian, or maybe there's not a dietitian in your area that's accessible to you. So if that is you, I want to introduce you to my new favorite app, and that is Way. Way is a mindful eating app that helps people find peace in their relationship with food and their body. They do this through helping you listen to your body using a combination of intuitive nutrition and behavior science and a simple and thought-provoking experience from three critical pathways. So body feels is number one, and then they have emotional eats and mindset shifts. I have downloaded the app. I love it. I've never seen anything like this before. I will say, and I even spoke with the founder of Way just to get a real sense and understanding of who the app is meant for and what it can help you with. One thing that completely sold me on the app without even having to talk to the founder was who's associated with it. So I always look, (laughs) you know, to see like who's on the board or who's an advisor. And one of the people who's associated with it is Kara Harbstreet, who is a dietitian who's been on this podcast. And she is an intuitive eating dietitian, anti-diet dietitian. And I know she would never associate herself with anything that wasn't the best of the best when it comes to intuitive eating and healing your relationship with food. So what I love about Way is they create a safe and non-judgmental environment immediately. You never step on a scale. You never count a calorie and never tells you what to do. Even it's literally the opposite of a restrictive diet. Also, 70% of people who use Way notice that they're thinking differently about what they eat or actually eating differently. So whether that's at the grocery store or at a restaurant. I promise you guys are really going to love this app. The thing is, there's so many apps out there who say that they're about intuitive eating or mindful eating and all these things. But at the end of the day, they're secretly weight loss apps and it's very triggering and I can't recommend them. But Way is an app I recommend wholeheartedly. And for a limited time only, when you visit eatmyway.com, you will receive 30% off your subscription and a one week free trial. That's only $6.99 a month for way to help you find more peace in your relationship with food and your body. That's E-A-T-M-Y-W-A-Y.com to get 30% off and a one week free trial for a limited time. So try it out and let's get back to the episode. So one thing that you cleared up for me was that you are actually making those meals in real time on your channels. Cause I always wonder that I'm like, yeah, are you literally eating this after you make it? Like you're saying, you're like, Oh, I'm just in the mood for this wrap. I'm going to make it now. Watch me do it. Which I think is cool because most people don't do that. Most people are like us. We're kind of planning out these recipes and having a shoot. And I think that's probably what makes you so unique and people like it. It's just very much in real time. I'm curious, like what are two of your favorite meals to make on a busy day? One or two? Oh, honey, tacos, because it's quick, right? Or a taco is super quick. Those are like my go-to, like avocado toast. Like Mm -hmm. it's those type of things. Um, Yeah, those are like my go-to things. Or salad, of course, those, you know, chopped salad. But my salads don't just be regular. You know, I'll be having everything in there. And lately, I really love uh, butternut squash. And I mm. it up and I throw it in the air fryer, put a little bit of sunshine mm. and it has a nice crispiness, but it also has that soft and sweet inside, kind of like a sweet potato. And so I put that on top of my salad. So I have like a little harvest salad with avocado and, you know, cranberries and some seeds and it's so good. But yeah, girl, I'll throw some together real fast. Good. <laughs> but just to be clear, 
whenever you see a video of me doing like a product, like I have to do a branded content, that would be pretty much the only time you'll see me do a video that was pre-recorded. Okay. Mm. If it looked like I'm eating right then, that means <laughs> I just cooked it and ate it and, and edited it real fast and posted it. Yeah. And they all look so flavorful too. And that's the thing. I think vegan food oftentimes is associated with vegetables, raw vegetables that are, you know, the flavor is just not all there, especially for black folk. We want the flavor. We want the layers. And so what are some of your favorite ways to add flavor to your recipes? What are some of your favorite spices? Well, honey, you know, I love flavor. That's what people mm-hmm. be like. I put a little bit and I'll be putting right much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love my garlic powder, but even fresh garlic, when we chop it, fresh onions, it adds so much flavor to to food, you know, allspice, turmeric, cumin, all those things like, you know, ginger is one of my favorite things. Mango, like I love a little bit of sweet and a little bit of heat too, but I just love layering flavor as I cook. But if you see my, you know, I got my own seasoning, sunshine, and it has all those things in it from ginger to pineapple to mango to, you know, cumin and turmeric. And it's just, it, it just goes on and on, but it's just like, vacation in a bottle. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So switching gears to your show, you have two shows, right? Tab time. And then what's the other one? It's on Food Network. Oh, it's complicated. Okay. Okay. So with tab time, can you tell us a little bit more about that? I've heard you describe it kind of as like a Mr. Rogers, like a modern, more diverse and inclusive Mr. Rogers neighborhood for kids. It's a YouTube original. Yes, it is. It's a YouTube original. We're in our second season. And it is very much so, like a lot of people say modern day Mr. Rogers feel. But with me, of course, you know, as the host. And it is all about teaching children how to love themselves and see themselves and love others and see others while learning together, right? And so we start every episode out in my garden. And so in the garden, I have my best friend who is Avi the Avocado. And so there's always something that Avi is up to that causes me to have a question of the day. And so like in the very first season, the the question was how things grow. You know, Avi's trying to figure out how things grow. And so then my wind chime, who is breezy, when she chimes, that means it's time to go to the next, you know, place to answer the question. And so we go on this journey throughout the episode. And so we go into our imagination And that's when I become animated into this cartoon. And we go on this special adventure trying to answer our question. And once we leave special adventure, because we meet all these different people and and characters in our special adventure segment that help us answer our question. But the question continues, right? We have to get so many different answers because there's not just one answer in, in how we grow or any question that you have. There's not just one answer. And so then we go to our lab where I have special celebrity guests that come in and they play different characters, right? Which is so much fun. Real Howery, Lil Real Howery was my first guest on How we how Things Grow episode. And he was Farmer Sprouts. And so he's teaching us through food, right? Through fruit and vegetables, how they grow, right? Sometimes things look ready on the outside, but that doesn't mean they're ready on the inside. Just like us. Sometimes we can look like a big girl or a big boy but we're still afraid to do certain things or we may not have, we're not equipped yet to do the thing that we look like we can do, right? Mm -hmm. And so that way we learn 
And then from there we go to craft time and then I have children come and we do a craft that also helps us answer our question for the day. And children learn from, from doing, right? We all learn from actually doing things and a craft is fun. And so whenever we are having fun or we laugh, it helps us remember because our memories are tied to emotion, right? So having a good time and doing something helps us remember. So I'm, I'm depositing these amazing tools into the children. And then from there, we go into snack time, which is my favorite. And then we get to eat, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I create a snack that also helps answer the question of the day. And I have my little friends that they are, are animated. That's Bernie and Starla who help me in the kitchen. And they always try the food, of course. And then the snack is, of course, always vegan. And I never have to say that. It just is. It's a healthy snack to teach children how to crave healthier options. And then after that, we go into story time and we tell the story of our day and how we got to the answer. And that's it. That's that's the show. And it is such a magical purpose, right? That's what it feels like. It feels like a magical purpose that God has a, has trusted me to do. In, in doing a children's show, it came from being obedient to what God had put in my heart. And for years, he kept telling me I had to heal the world. And I was like, well, Lord, I'm one person. How can I, one person, heal the world? And then years later in prayer, he said, it starts with children. And so I was like, oh, wow, if I could get a children's show, this can really help me with this mission. And so that's what I've done. And I'm so grateful to be trusted with it and to be nominated for two Emmys, you know, be in season two. And it's it's just, it's such a blessing. It is the thing that I am the most proud of in my career. Mm, That's incredible that you were able to merge your passion for food with TV and like being able to have this show that's so meaningful. And I know with children, like, you know, (laughs) and trying to get them to be more curious about food, sometimes it's like they either shut down or they're like, ooh, especially with vegetables. So what do you think is helpful with getting kids to be a little more curious and trying foods that maybe they're not familiar with or that they're just like not open to? I mean, if you watch the show, you'll see, right? When we do snack time, we create characters with food Mm. or create fun things with food and we eat with our eyes. So if you make something that looks like a monster, but it's really just apples and peanut butter and sesame seeds, you know, or sunflower seeds, it's just something that kids are curious about. They're like, wait, it's a monster. I want to eat the monster, you know? (laughs) You create something that they have to use their imagination. And that makes us more curious. It makes us excited. And also, if they do it themselves, when kids are a part of something, they feel proud and they also want to try it. You know, my son hated anything green for a very long time. He hated it. And we got an arrow garden. That's like the little one that you can sit on your countertop and it grows the different things. And he grew his own lettuce. And he could not wait. Every week he kept watching it grow. He couldn't wait to eat this lettuce. He never ate lettuce before. But because he grew it and he watched it and he watered it, he nurtured it, he wanted to try it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah. yeah. Allow kids to be involved, right? And make it fun. 
Mm-hmm. That's really good advice. So in wrapping for adults who want to add more plant-based foods into their diet, but they don't really know where to start. Is there any one piece of advice that you would give them? Oh, honey, start with your why, right? Mm -hmm. Why do you want to do this? Like, why do you want to incorporate more plants into your diet? If your why means something to you, then you will not make excuses, right? You will stick to it. You won't say it's too hard. You'll figure it out. And so I always tell people, if you start there, then start with what are your favorite non-vegan foods? Try to figure out the vegan version of that so you don't feel like you're missing anything, right? And don't feel like you're taking something away from yourself. Think of it as if you're adding something new. That's Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, like not feeling so restrictive about it, like you're depriving yourself of something that you enjoy. You're gaining something new. That's it. In a way, you're gaining something new. I love that. Tell us, like, where can people watch the show? Where can people get your book? How can they connect with you? Absolutely. Um, You can watch the show on YouTube, on YouTube Kids app. Or on my YouTube channel, Tabitha Brown. And I'm on all social media. I am Tabitha Brown. And you can get my books anywhere. Target, Amazon, all the places where you can buy books. And yeah, that's it. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Food Heaven podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to connect with us online. We're most active on the gram at Food Heaven, but we're also on Facebook and Twitter at Food Heaven Show. If you like this podcast, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend. Yep, our podcast is released every Wednesday and each week we take a deep dive into topics like health at every size, food and culture, intuitive eating, mental health, and body acceptance. If you're looking for a sustainable and inclusive path to wellness, come hang out with us to learn how to take care of yourself from the inside out. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.